0: Welcome to Beautifully Bloomed, the podcast where we explore how to break you out of the box of rules and beliefs that are holding you back from the life you are meant to live. I'm your host, Rebecca Turvo. Join me as I share mindset tools, coaching conversations, and human design to help you uncover your unique gifts and create the life, relationships, and business you desire. Hello, friends. And I just want to say that I'm excited to be back on my podcast. I did take a two week vacation. And actually, one of the things I want to talk about today is how I've been redefining what work um, and success and all of that feels like for me in my life. Because since I've started studying human design, which I think I've said this before, I started studying human design at the end of 2019. It's just been an interesting, introspective look into how I thought that life was supposed to be and how I thought that I was supposed to show up and how I thought I would be successful. And it has turned a lot of those ideas on its head. And it's made me feel so much more relaxed and satisfied and fulfilled And I just want to cover some of that stuff today. And I want to say that I now have introduced into my life, not only human design, but the gene keys and astrology, which are two parts of human design. So it's like a little bit of a deeper dive into some of the languages that are within the human design system, because I feel like if I take a deeper dive there and I understand those more deeply for myself and what they mean in my life, it's certainly going to help me help my clients so first i want to talk about something that was really difficult for me to do because i am a manifesting generator and for if you know anything about human design you know that the generator type is here to respond okay so as a manifesting generator i'm not really here to initiate although it sounds weird when you say that and what does that mean right it's like what Many of us are taught is that we need to go out and make it happen. And yes, you can be successful that way. You can just come up with a bunch of ideas and go out and initiate and make things happen. You can work really hard to make things happen and you can find success that way. And what I hear a lot from people who've created especially what what do we think about success, right? We think it's financial success but i've read a lot of books about people who've had a lot of financial success and they have had a lot of unfulfillment in other areas of their life so i've come i've come to this concept of it's success doesn't just mean financial success for me i feel like success fulfillment happiness has to do with the whole of life it has to do with the balance of spending time with family and having fun and having Free time and also enjoying the work that I'm doing to such a great level that the work doesn't feel like work. And I've been really leaning into that in the past, especially in the past, I'd say, three months for sure. Um, in 2021, I've leaned into this idea that what if work can be totally enjoyable? Like what if I can have fun in my work so it doesn't feel like work? What if I can let myself not initiate, not work really hard and feel frustrated and and have all these high expectations of myself and then have the expectations that aren't being met. And then I feel really frustrated, which is a actual stop sign or a red flag, maybe for generator types is when you feel really frustrated, what is going on in your energy, because as generator types, and and by the way, 70% of the population are generator types, you know, if you're feeling really frustrated, there's something in your energy field that just is probably keeping you stuck in a place where you don't want to be. So what I've recognized is that I feel frustrated when I'm trying to initiate too much when I'm not allowing myself to respond to what's going on in my environment. Because when I'm feeling frustrated, I am going into my head and thinking, well, what's the problem? Then I'm I'm just instead of pausing and recognizing that maybe I need to take a break or maybe I need to go find something fun to do. Instead of that, I'm in my head trying to figure it out. And then I'm trying something different, right? Now I'm not responding at all. I'm in my head thinking about the next thing, right? I'm in my head thinking about what is the next step I need to do? And and then I'm overwhelmed. So I have been really leaning into this idea of not initiating as much and just responding to what's happening in my environment, what people would are asking me for, as far as in my business, it has brought amazing results when I've just let my foot off the gas and just decided that you know what i'm it's fine, like I'm trusting like this is a this is a big thing for me, right is trusting that I will be taken care of, trusting that my family will be taken care of, trusting that all of us are going to be taken care of. If if we could get in the energy sometimes of thinking that nothing is wrong, nothing has gone wrong, we're going to be taken care of. And this has been hard as a person who's a high achiever type person who wants everything, right? Wants everything to go right. I want to reach the top. I want to plan it all out and execute the plan. But what I have found in that whole (laughs) system of planning and trying to get to the top and executing the plan is that I was very unhappy doing it. And I did that for many years in my career. And I was very unhappy with it. So I feel like I've reached a level where what if I lean into doing things that feel fun, and I lean into doing work that feels really fulfilling to me. This has brought so much more satisfaction into my life. I feel so happy. I feel really fulfilled and allowing myself to rest without feeling guilty about resting. I'm not sure why that has to feel. There's always this nagling thing in the back of my head. I should be, um, I should be doing something more. I should be creating something. So if you know anything about me, I became really enthusiastic about art. Oh, I don't know how many years ago this was. Could have been five, maybe six years ago when I started doing chalking, probably five years ago, right? I started doing chalking, which I call chalking like on a chalkboard, you know, just drawing pictures and using chalk and, and making a mess, literally making a mess. And it just, there was something really juicy about that for me just funny a funny word to use with chalk because chalk is not juicy chalk is very dry (laughs) and it's very dry and I love the feeling of it I love the sound of it I love the smell of it it's a very kinesthetic experience for me but I found this I was very satisfied and relaxed It, it was just so relaxing to me to write on a chalkboard not just write on chalkboard, even just like I I learned how to draw on a chalkboard. I never thought of myself as an artist, but all of a sudden I was really into doing this drawing on chalkboards. And I did that for a couple of years before I realized it's just too messy and I didn't want to deal with the mess anymore. And then I switched to markers, right, in coloring books, which another total fun thing for me. But what I want to say is when I first went into chalking, it was funny because my whole, like, I, th- I kept thinking, is this supposed to be something that's part of my business? Like, am I supposed to make, like, I'm so enthusiastic about this. I'm so excited about it. I, sp- I can spend hours and hours with a chalkboard. And why was it that I couldn't just allow myself to use it as a way to get away from work instead of making it a part of my work? I, I spent a long time struggling with that, that any time I spend, and I think this is part of the um, somehow, I had the belief as I was growing up that you you need to like use your time wisely, your time needs to be used to create something in this world. Like if I'm not like working to create money, then I should be cleaning my house, right? There's something that needs to always be done and something that needs doing, especially raising four kids. I feel like that was so much of my world for so long, right? There's like trying to be efficient in every single part of my day where even like working out became just a chore that I did. It was like, Here's this hour on the schedule for me. I need to do this every day. Like it but it wasn't like something that I felt good about doing. It was just another chore on my schedule. And so now this new paradigm shift for me of allowing myself to rest with my creativity. What if and so when I even when I switched to markers I took art classes with markers. I've learned so many things about using alcohol markers because I love alcohol markers. Um, I've, I've learned so much about using them. Now I literally just can sit and color in a coloring book for a couple hours at a time or maybe even three or four hours on a weekend, which sounds interestingly weird. However, it's just a, a part of me allowing myself to rest and disconnect from any idea that I have to be doing something else. Even when I started with the markers, I thought, oh, maybe I need to bring this into my business somehow. And I'm like, why? There's always this thought in the back of your head, right? Like this has to somehow lead to something. This has to lead to some kind of monetary thing, maybe. Maybe I need to create some products. And maybe I will someday. I don't know. But it's interesting how I've allowed myself to release those and just use that as a way to rest. So the other thing I was thinking about as I was kind of putting this together this morning is that we just got back from Hawaii. We went on a uh, senior graduation trip for our daughter, who our youngest is going to be graduating this year. And it was the longest vacation that we've ever taken away from home. We were gone from home for 12 days. So we've never been gone that long. What was fascinating to me about that was that I think now I understand what a quote, real vacation feels like. The seven days has never been long enough. Even if we're like gone for seven days, it's never been long enough because it's like you barely had time. It feels like you're, you're, you're spending two of those days getting there and getting home. And then you have like five days to try and rest and relax. But having the 12 days away from home, by the time we were coming home, I was so ready, right to get home and get back to work. So now I understand the real, what does a real resting and relaxing vacation feel like I was almost getting frustrated by the end of vacation. I, was, it's, I can't do my work. I don't have any of the work stuff. I, even though I had my computer with me, I don't have any like of my books and all the things that I love to use in my business. And it just felt, it was almost like I was resisting the end of vacation. In a way, I was resisting the fact that it was so long. We need more vacations like that because I feel like what happens is you can totally recharge, right? You can bring back your full self into your life your work, your business, whatever it is. And that was really interesting to experience that. So what I've done, and the other part I wanted to talk about is that I while I was on vacation, actually, I couldn't just totally be on vacation. I caught up on some classes that I'm in. I'm in an astrology class right now. It's about an eight-month experience, and I'm also in a human design slash gene keys slash astrology type of container where we are going for 13 months. <laughs> Over the course of 13 months, we're studying our charts and putting it into use in our business. And this is so fun for me. Like this is not work. I wish school always felt that fun. Like I feel like I'm in school, but yet I'm just not, I'm totally into it. So I caught up on some of that stuff while I was on vacation. And one thing that we're studying right now is about our pearl. And so if you look at where your Jupiter is in your human design chart, that's your pearl. That's the simple truth. It could be looked at as like the simple truth of like a law that you live by. It's like the simple truth of it. And the interesting thing of my um, pearl, which would be considered my own piece of simplicity and truth, is the gift of it is preservation. And so I was thinking, I've been contemplating for a couple of weeks, what does preservation mean for me? And what does it mean for my business? So basically the per like Jupiter is about abundance and it's about prosperity. And so you could think of it as in money terms if you want, but also It's about, for me, it's right. It's not just about money. It's about your whole life. It's about prosperous in your whole life. And what does that mean? And again, I feel like it's the balance of, you know, family and friends and, and, um, you know, giving back and work and fun and relaxation and all the things, the health and the wellness, the things that would make up your whole life, right? Kind of having a balance there. So my pearl, interestingly enough, is about preservation And the shadow of it is failure or fundamentalism, right? Fundamentalism is part of the shadow of preservation. And what's, so what's fascinating to me is fundamentalism. Yes, I have totally been in fundamentalism for most of my life, which, so it's so interesting to look at that. It's like, what we want to look at in human design and the Gene Keys is like, Where are we in the shadows of this and where can we live more into the gift, right? So when I am in fundamentalism, which is fundamental thinking, like one straight narrow path and kind of shutting yourself off from the ideas or other things or uh, basically for me, it's the opposite of fundamentalism is was opening myself up. To What if this isn't the only one way? Fundamentalism is about shutting yourself up from the world, right? It's about like living in kind of this place of fear about what's out there. It's like a panic even about, oh my gosh, you know, we can't like talk to those people or we can't even open up to the ideas of other things, we can't even be open to what's going on in the world because we have to shut ourselves down from these other things because they'll harm us. You're only stuck so much to one idea, one straight narrow path that you're kind of shutting down your life force. And that I feel like has happened for me. I've done a lot of thinking about that, um, shutting down myself, like shutting down my desire, shutting down my creativity, really. And so now when we talk about preservation, which would be my own piece of simplicity and truth, what if I lived in preservation, which is about honoring the ancestors, honoring, you know, the old stories, honoring what has brought us here, honoring, even if I can say in my religion, honoring that, you know, my ancestors thought that this was the right way. And they had these ideas about what that is. But also preservation is about um, knowing that things need to change, right? Knowing that change comes. I mean, we can all see how much change comes in our world. Also, preservation means knowing what to bring forward from the past and knowing what not to bring forward, knowing what we can build on from the past that will help to move us forward or, or will help to live better lives. I've been really leaning into this idea of preservation. And what does this mean for me, I can look at human design and actually see that there's some truth about human design and how that's a preservation because human design brings together some really old sciences and it brings it synthesizes them with things like quantum mechanics right which is a newer type of science so even that human design is actually I think that's interesting that maybe it's the vehicle that brought me to preservation it's the vehicle that's in my life right now helping me to see how I can align with the simple truth of this gift of preservation. Because this is something that I'm here to live in the world. This is something I'm here to help society with is what can we preserve from our past and what can we invest in? You know, the change that needs to happen in the future. What's worth investing in? You know, you've got the the other side of my pearl would be people who are here to they have this high achiever thing where they're going to go, go, go and get it done and do all the things. But really, the preservation part of it for me would I'd be the person opposite of that saying, okay, well, let's look at these ideas and let's see, you know, which ones are really worth what I want to do in my podcast is share these things as I am learning them for myself. And maybe they'll help you learn something about yourself in your life. So what I would say from today is if you pull up your human design chart, you can go to www.mybodygraph.com. You can pull up your human design chart, see what type you are. If you're a generator type, that's what I'm talking about. I was talking about today because I'm a manifesting generator type, but generator, manifesting generator have the same type of respond, right? And I talked about responding and feeling frustrated. And that will, if you are a generator type, that will apply to you also, you know, allowing yourself to have fun and become magnetic and allow yourself to rest. And then look at your Jupiter. Um, You can go online and you can um, look at the gate number in your Jupiter and you can see what that is about. You can just Google it, you know, gate what is it? mine is 32, right gate 32. What does that mean? Also you can just sign up for a reading for with me and we can discuss all of this together in your chart. So you can go to Rebeccaturvo.com forward/design slash and get signed up for a session. Those are really fun. Um, I love doing them and people seem to get a lot out of them. So anyways, this is my catch up for the week and I'm excited to bring back some guests on next week's podcast. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please go subscribe so that you get notified of all the future goodies that are coming along. While you're there, please leave me a review and let me know what you think. So excited to share this with you and can't wait to talk to you next time. Bye.